1: Hey everybody! My name is Teresa Kitchens, and I am really excited to be with you guys today. You're going to notice that this is actually called a precast, and the precast concept in my head is that this is kind of a, a set the tone, okay, for all of the podcasts going forward. Now, of course, we I've only recorded at this point maybe one or two um, podcasts with guests, so I, this podcast may take a drastically different turn if you're listening to this, and we have 500 episodes. I don't really know. But what I want to do is at this point set my intention for this podcast so that that way you listeners out there, you amazing people out there in the um, insurance world or business world can really kind of hear the perspective that uh, I'm really coming from and being able to take the time to be able to create this. So I wanted to get you guys to get to know me a little bit more. You're going to get to know me obviously through the uh, podcast episodes, but then also our listeners, I mean our uh, participants, excuse me, which are listeners. So, um, so one of the things that I wanted to do, let me just kind of start from square one. And, um, I do own an insurance agency in Plano, Texas. I've owned it for 18 years and it has been a rocky situation from day one. Um, and not really rocky in a bad way in any way, shape or form. Just, um, I kind of got into the insurance industry kind of back from the back door, like a lot of people. Um, My back door is a little bit different from other people's as far as going out into the insurance industry. And we'll talk about that as well. But one of the things that I want to be able to do is... Let people know that wherever you are in your insurance journey, whether or not you work for a carrier, whether or not you are uh, working for an agency, if you are wanting to start up your own agency, or if you are on the captive or independent side. The point is, is that being a woman in business is different um, than being a man in business. And not that there's anything right or wrong on either side, because every industry really needs both. Every industry needs an equality of energy inside of conversations and inside of where the industry is moving forward at. And I'm super passionate about that. And um, I'm not necessarily one of those people that are overly tech-oriented or overly systems-oriented or this, that, or the other. But what I want is to be able to learn myself and to grow as an agency owner And try to make an impact on the community and the industry with which I do participate in. Because I believe in this industry. It fuels our economy to such a level that I am super proud to be a part of it. And I want to encourage other people, other women to step up and be a part of that industry. Because it is so um, deep. I mean, there's so many parts of it, right? And, and I, and I think where it's going and what the future of insurance is, is exciting. And I think it's going to be fun. So, um, I'm just here to encourage, to let conversations kind of blossom, to go wherever they need to go and to encourage and grow our community. That's really, really, really my heart. Tell you a little bit about me. Again, my name is Teresa Kitchens. Um, my stepfather was all Allstate agent for a number of years and wanted to go independent but had a non-compete, so therefore we put everything in my name. And originally the idea was, was that uh, he was going to open up this independent insurance agency. Well, I had been a stay-at-home mom. Uh, my undergraduate degree is elementary education, and I had been a stay-at-home mom for about nine years. And I said, sure, I'll go ahead and put everything in my name. Um, no big deal, I can you know, work mom's day out hours. Uh, my daughter at that point was three. And um, you know, I really didn't have a lot of future intentions towards the insurance industry. But as I got in there, and as I started growing um, and doing some other things inside the insurance industry, uh, we actually ended up um, opening up two businesses at the same time. Um, which one was was a little bit more my dad, one was a little bit more me. But um, you know, it, it changed my life completely. It it absolutely changed my life in a lot of different ways. And um, I'll share that with you guys as we go. But 18 years later, here I am. I'm very very excited to be a part of the industry, and I'm very very excited to be a part of everything that the insurance agency has to offer. I was able to be um, just really present with my kids in a lot of ways. Uh, you'll learn in a few minutes how I was not present with my children and how that was extremely challenging. But, um, you know, it's it's been an interesting ride in watching how my dad approaches things and how I approach things and how we have grown together and yet not together all at the same time within the last 18 years has, has been interesting. And I know that a lot of people have a similar stories, whether or not they work in a family owned agency, whether or not they work with their spouse. Um, my, um, I did end up, uh, getting divorced and I ended up meeting a man later on and who was, has very much been a part of my agency journey. And I'm super blessed to have him in my life. So Um, that's kind of how I got into the insurance industry. And, um, I've also really learned throughout the years that I am really good at connection. I'm really, really good at bringing other people up and kind of coaching them. The sales process of life. I love, I love connecting. I love growing. I love being a part of people's lives, but I really, really love the vision for me of creating a team and creating a space in which people are happy that it fuels their families, they can take care of their their homes, they can take care of their uh, children, and they love what they do. And that for me is, is a huge passion, is empowering my team to be amazing. I mean, just awesome. And guys, I have a really, really great team. So uh, I just, there's so many, so many awesomeness pieces in there that I think that we can learn from. And I cannot wait to be able to talk to other women who have built teams that are just kicking it out there, you know, I mean, wow, I just think it's gonna be awesome. Now, I'm going to be asking questions of all of our guests, just about what their insurance superpower is, what their story is, what their biggest accomplishment is, what their biggest challenge is. But one thing I want to make sure that I do bring out is that one of my favorite words is the word shockabuku. And it comes from a movie uh, called uh, gross point blank. And it is with John Kusack and uh, Joan Cusack and Minnie Driver and Jeremy Piven and the whole, if you know John Cusack, he kind of has this, um, in the 90s, whatever, he had kind of this, this group of people, they just kind of followed him around, you know, from movie to movie. And, and that's really where this was. And Dan Aykroyd's in it. And it is hilarious. It's a dry humor. If you don't love dry, dark humor, it's probably not going to be your movie. But it is one of my favorite movies. And I can quote it verbatim. But one of the parts of the movie is Minnie Driver and her character and John Cusack are sitting across from each other in a movie, or excuse me, in a, in a bar and just kind of catching up. And she says to him, she says, do you know what you need? And he says, what do I need? And she says, you need a shakabuku. And he goes, ooh, that sounds really interesting. What is that? And she says, it is a strong spiritual kick to the head that alters your reality Forever. And when I heard that, I just slashed onto that word. I know that sounds probably crazy, but at the same point, I think we all in life have that strong spiritual uh, strong spiritual kick to the head that alters your reality forever. And um, it's one of those things that when I'm working with people or I'm talking to my kids, my husband, um, when, I'm, when I'm working with teams, I do say take your shakabuku, own it and be it. And and it is your why. It is why you wanna be here, right? Because maybe it's a life altering change alters your reality forever because it teaches you what you want out of life or maybe it teaches you what you don't want out of life or maybe it teaches you how you need to play big and how you need to be able to bring everything to the table and it doesn't have to be bad negative or wrong a lot of people's probably is because unfortunately as culture we do kind of sort of learn more from our negative experiences than our positive experiences but at the same point we really need to make sure that we embrace what that does for us, where we're going, where we're going to be achieving, and what our message is within that. So I'm really, really just passionate about that. I really want to write a book eventually called Rock Your Shakabuku that'll just be like a, you know, a book on how to be able to get over the, 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 the humps in our lives. But who knows if that'll ever happen. But um, for me, my Shakabuku, and please bear with me for just a moment. Um, like I mentioned, I met a man who was fabulous. Um, and we actually got married in 2012 and I had a, uh, 13 year old and an 18 year old at that point. And my kids just did not necessarily adjust well to the marriage. He did not adjust well to them. They did not adjust well to him. And I did not adjust well to being in the middle. And, um, I had been a helicopter mom to some degree. I had really built my business around being a mom, like leaving every day to go pick them up from school and being in everything for them. And all of a sudden, um, my husband had quit his job to come help me build the insurance agency. So he was really, really driven on numbers and growth. And I think that's fabulous. But at the same point, I was really, really driven on my kids. And then all of a sudden, there was just all this conflict going on all over the place. And um, in tw- end of 2013, my daughter who at that point was, uh, 14, almost 15, was 14 at that point, um, decided to try to take her own life. And that was for me, a a a wake up call that something wasn't right, that something we, we knew that things weren't right, but we just figured that they were going to kind of work themselves out a little bit if we just gave it time and that everybody would just kind of fall into their own place and their own space. And we realized at that point that this was going to be much harder than I think we'd originally intended. And, um, and then in 2014, in March of 2014, so literally like six months later, uh, my son went through a breakup. He was in college, uh, went through a breakup and uh, did the same thing, tried to be able to commit suicide again, except his was a lot more drastic. And we literally got the call 45 minutes away that he probably would not be alive when we got to the hospital.
0: Did you hear that virtual intelligence and on-hand VAs actually merge? That's right. I was talking to Michael Cruz and checking out what he has there with his Colombian workers. And I said to him, dude.
1: so at this point we realized something massive is going on that will not work itself out. And in May of that year, this is still 2014, my husband decided that this probably was not the best space for us to be in together. And that things were just too difficult. Not that we did not love each other. We loved each other very, very much. But just that he wanted to kind of figure out where the problems were and what was going on. And he, the only way he knew to do that was just to kind of extract himself from the situation because things were so off. So uh, my kids and I moved into an apartment, but then after that uh, my kids and I really worked hard on us coming back to where we were. But my kids looked at me and said, we don't know who you are anymore. And I looked at myself and realized that my business wasn't growing. I had been in constant conflict with my husband. And at the end of 2015, Uh, my husband would just decided, you know, this is just too much. There's just constant conflict constantly. And I was still really stuck between my kids and him and my business. And where are we going? What are we doing? He had gone on out, ended up getting back into his original industry, uh, which was really great. Um, But I needed to come back to center and figure out who I was, what I wanted and what I was going to do with my business. Now, during this time, We ended up hiring a a sales producer that ended up doing very well and really I was able to work with him, coach him. I took a personality test with the culture index that really said you're miserable, you're too much in the middle of the day-to-day, you're a visionary and that touched me to such a level that I realized that I was so stuck in trying to manage all these details, personally and professionally, this is across the board for me, that I was miserable. And my miserableness was making everyone else completely miserable. So my shakabuku was in 2016, our divorce was final, in January. And what I did was I had to just come back to center. And I was in just a spinning chaos, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, um, with every single aspect of my body and my soul and my spirit, But um, work started going really well at that point, which was great. And so I just kind of delved into it. But at the same time, I realized I read this book by John Acuff called Start, Go From Average to Awesome, I believe. And at the back of the book, it literally says to take every single one of your fears and itemize them out. And I did that. And I said, you know, um, I'm terrified my kids are going to be latchkey kids and they're going to be out of control. I'm worried I'm going to not find love. I'm worried that I'm going to be too much of a powerful woman, have too much of a strong voice. If you know me, I can take over a room with my personality and my voice. And I was worried it was going to be too much for someone. And I had been too much for someone lots of times throughout my life and I had chosen to play small and I think everybody around me saw that that was disingenuous and so what I decided to do in 2016 was I was like this is me I am here I am happy and I need to be me and I need to embrace who I am so I actually looked at all those fears and I realized I had actually accomplished every single one of my fears by playing small and I didn't want to do that anymore it broke my heart it broke my children's heart it broke uh, my career. It broke a lot of things. Our business, our agency was not where it needed to be because I got it to where I could survive. And then I literally consciously kept it there. So in 2016, we said, we're going to take off. We're going to learn. We're going to grow. I believed in my children rather than um, micromanaging them because they were at that point. Then at that point, my son was 20. My daughter was a uh, 15 And I just said, I believe in you. And I even sat my kids down and I said, my, 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 my conversation is going to change. So whenever you have a problem with me or whenever you have a problem with something, I'm going to literally tell you, I love you. I support you. How are you going to fix that? And then in my business and the team that I was building, I literally did the same thing. And I said, that stinks. How are you going to fix that? Or what would you think the client would need for you to do to, for us to fix that? And I'm using those words now to coach my team and grow my team because I know that they deserve to be their strongness. They they deserve to be their awesomeness. And they deserve to embrace who they are, and their successes. They don't need helicopter Teresa, right, as far as business owner, as far as mom, as far as wife, as far as, you know, partner, as far as coach, as far as mentor, and so – for me, that shakabuku was in 2016, going through that book with John A. Acuff, uh, Start From Average to Awesome. I also went through some personal coaching where we took a really big look at a lot of different aspects of our life. What do you think about men, women? What do you think about money? What do you think about work? What do you think about children? What do you think about, you know, food? What do you think about anything? I mean, there were like a hundred terms here and I realized what my initial gut instincts were for some of those as well, that I needed to change my scripts in my life to achieve the things that I really wanted to. Happy ending. My kids are amazing, um, fabulous. They're now uh, 26 and 21, and uh, thriving, doing wonderfully. They literally call me about once every week to two weeks. Uh, we chit chat. Uh, my son and I—he is local. We have uh, dinner every or lunch every two weeks, and uh, my daughter is in another area of the country, going to college up in Denver, Colorado. And I get to see her at least once a quarter and uh, she and I take turns coming down or going up and uh, we talk all the time. And I just, you know, my, my husband who was my ex-husband came back at the end of 2016. When he came back, I said, I've changed and I'm not going to play small anymore. Not personally, not professionally, not spiritually. And he had some, you know, uh, he needed a little bit of time to kind of adjust to that. But as we kind of came back together, we knew that we loved each other and we were remarried in 2018. So that's working together, that's family, that's d- down and dirty. But that shockabuku changed how I approach my business, my why. My why is to coach and to mentor other people along this path. And that's what I want to do is I want to be coached and mentored by the amazing women in this industry and I want to coach and mentor other women coming up you know who are stepping into that space so that that way they can make their space what they want it to be every agency is different because we're all universally, we were all, we're all independently owned. We all have our own space. We all decorate differently. We all approach our team differently. We all coach our team differently. We answer the phone differently. And even though there are these amazing scripts out there that we still have to make them ours. And I think that the beauty of the, especially the independent insurance channel is the variety of of Really reaching on out and being what we want to build a business as, and the, the the team events, the community and our clients, how much we love our clients and the passion that we can bring to the table and i 'm really, really excited to be a part of that and to encourage women to step up in that space because Every single space has multiple different parts to it. It needs a feminine and it needs a masculine and it needs all of that to be able to move forward to really impact our community because insurance feeds every single, in the vast majority, every single type of business out there it feeds the the car buying experience because maybe you had an accident and now you got your down payment from your insurance to be able to go out and buy another car it feeds being able to fix our homes it fix it, it feeds our mortgages it feeds our everything everything we couldn't buy the cars that we have if we didn't have lien holders and insurance requirements i mean You know, not to mention business insurance, which protects our teams. We protect other people's teams so that if something happens, they don't just shut down and declare bankruptcy and default on all their business loans and everything else. So it fuels our economy in such a way that as a woman and as a mentor and as a coach and as someone who... um is very passionate about this industry. I'm super happy about being a part of it. Now, I know I keep on using the word coach. I apologize. I don't have a coaching program. I'm not trying to promote anything whatsoever. Um, I'm just saying for me and my team, I'm their coach. And um, I do feel like, I help a mentor other, other people along the way, and I hope to receive that in return. But I want you to know I'm not pumping any program. I have nothing to sell. So um, that's a little bit here of why I wanted to be able to start up the conversation here Empower Women in Insurance, as well as my background, what I'm doing, how I'm doing it. Um, I haven't really gotten into my agency that much um, because I think that's naturally going to come out in a lot of conversations. I'm not going to necessarily tell my story a lot in a lot of other conversations. That's why I chose this platform to do this um, as a precast. But um, taking That knowledge, that passion into my business is something I think I hope you're going to see throughout this entire podcast with all of our guests. We have some amazing people in our industry, and um, I'm not necessarily going to focus just on women business owners. That's probably where I'm going to start, but just all women in insurance overall that want to come and tell their story and be a part of the conversation moving forward. So thank you so much for spending your time with me. I know that your time is super valuable. um, And I just look forward to where this journey is going to take us and where this journey is going to really jump off and make an impact. I appreciate you guys for joining me today. Again, my name is Teresa Kitchens. I am a part of the Sterling Insurance Group. I'm the owner of the Sterling Insurance Group out of Plano, Texas. I always make the joke, ain't nothing Plano about me. But um, please look me up on social media. I don't have websites or whatever for you to be able to come and connect on at this time. But uh, feel free to look me up on Facebook under Teresa Kitchens. Um, You can also find me on Instagram. I have a personal Instagram and a professional Instagram. Please feel free to follow us. It is uh, Sterling, insurance tx for uh instagram and then um my uh personal instagram is uh tdk sterling those are my initials tdk sterling and that's just my personal that's where i just goof off so thank you so much for joining me today i hope that you got some value out of this and i look forward to so many awesome conversations going forward everybody have a fabulous and blessed day